Hey fam, how you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicky Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's potty episode. I thought it would be the perfect time seeing as we are coming to the end of September, coming to the end of the third quarter of the year so we're moving into the last three months the final quarter personally i set quarterly goals at the moment and then i review them monthly so i thought i would share my goal setting process with you guys at just so you can kind of start the month or the quarter off strong i think this time of year a lot of us are so tired and exhausted and it's that time of the year where it does start to get busy as well in regards to social events leading up to Christmas, breakups, all of that thing, those things and it's really easy to let our goals slide or put other people before ourselves. So I thought I would do, I have done a reflection episode before. So if you want to know how to go about reflecting on the previous quarter or the previous month, then definitely go and check out that episode. It's episode eight. So just scroll back and have a look. But I realized that I haven't done an episode on the kind of goal setting process and what you can do to set yourself up for success. So I'm going to take you through that today. Uh, The steps will be in the show notes as well briefly. So, but I would highly recommend that you take some notes as well because I'm sure different things will stick out for you that might not be in the show notes. So I just want to preface this episode with goal setting is supposed to be fun and it's supposed to challenge you. Goal setting and going for your goals, creating goals, um, achieving them, it is not supposed to be something that you feel is really, really hard and you it drains your energy constantly of course it's going to be a challenge because most of the time we're setting goals for things we haven't done before or something that we want to learn or something new that we want to do so of course it's going to challenge you but there's a difference between challenging and draining all of your energy constantly and you dreading it and Goal setting as well is not, it's about the bigger picture. And I think sometimes we forget about that. I know I do myself and I'm sure that you can relate as well. But when we set a goal, we sometimes get those blinders on and all we're focused on is that goal. Doesn't matter if we actually don't want it anymore or we're not really sure where we're going. We just need to achieve that goal because we've set it. When in reality, the goals that we're setting, they should be moving us closer to the life that we want, the kind of person that we want to be, the relationships that we want to have, all of those things, that's what these goals are for. Goals are made so that you can move closer to where you want to be rather than being stuck and stagnant and going around in circles. But if you're just going and achieving goals and working towards goals because that's it's a goal that you set and you you just keep going or it's not really lighting you up inside or the end result isn't something you actually want, 
if you are to say, if you're, one of your goals is saving for a house deposit, that's a really great goal. However, if you don't want a house and you want to travel, then that's not going to be a great goal for you. So everyone's goals are going to be different. So it's really, really important to make sure that the goals that you're working towards are linked back to that dream life, the ideal life that you want to create for yourself. Goal setting is obviously really, really important because it does give you some direction. If you know where you're heading and you know what your goals are, you have action plans, then you know where you're going most of the time. Doesn't mean those plans always executed perfectly, but you have an idea. It also helps us to have clarity. We feel a lot more confident in ourselves and where we're going because we are clear and we know what we want and we're actually working for it rather than just kind of going with the flow, seeing what happens. Setting goals also acts as a motivator for some people. When you are visualizing that end result, what you feel like, what it's going to look like, all of those things, that can be a motivator to keep going. And setting goals and executing them, following action plans, reflecting all of these steps, they do build your self-discipline as well as your commitment which is why it's so important to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success because it's all good and well to have a goal that you want to do a marathon next year. But if you're not disciplined, if you don't have an action plan, if you're not really committed to that goal, then you are probably going to fail. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with failing at all. But what I want to do today is take you through, I've got six steps that are hopefully going to set you up for success when you are setting goals, whether they're short-term, long-term, big or small. This same process you'll be able to do for any of these. And you, hopefully, I cannot wait to see you smash your goals. So step one, first off, before you do any kind of goal setting is to actually get clear on what you want. I know some of you that I've spoken to in coaching sessions and just casually as well in the DMs, Some people really struggle with the clarity on what they want to do for a job, what they want to do relationship-wise, if they want to have a family, where they want to live, do they want to travel, all of these things. And I'm sorry, but I cannot give you those answers. I think sometimes people want me to tell them, yes, this is what you need to do. You need to go bang, bang, bang. Unfortunately, I can't do that because it's not my life. It's your life. And even though I can coach you and I can guide you on how to find that decision and gain that clarity, I can't tell you the right answer. And honestly, that's, there's not a problem with that because really what even is the right answer? There is no right answer. It's just whatever you want to do. So I do have a couple journaling prompts and I'm going to pop them in the show notes, but essentially they are just long-term visualization journaling prompts. Uh, And I normally go back to these at least quarterly when I do my goals, but usually monthly as well. Um, because honestly your vision changes and that's okay and helping making sure I do that um, often enough means I can link back to my goals and reflect and go okay this is what I really want for my ideal life and this is the goals that I'm working towards are they in alignment do they work together if not then I can do a bit of adjustment and if so perfect so getting clear mainly just means visualizing what your ideal life looks like as in where you live what's your home look like you can get a super specific um, I like to ask myself super specific questions um, underneath that so I would say what does my ideal morning look like 
what does my ideal day look like what does my ideal night and evening look like what do my weekends look like what does my family dynamic and my family relationships look like what are my friendship relationships like all of these different aspects of my life uh, what is my financial uh, relationship like? What is my career and my job like? All of these things. And I like to journal on those, not necessarily all at once. <laughs> Depends how you're feeling in your journaling session. But definitely take a few of those to journal on because as you write, you'll find that essentially your ideal, your perfect life is coming together in this visualization. You'll be able to see and imagine what your perfect day looks like. And that's what we need to then reverse engineer and backtrack to create goals that we can start working on today. Because even though if you, and this ideal day, you can pick different times in your life because I'm sure that different times in your life, you're going to have different ideal days. So for example, my ideal day right now being 24 is going to look very different to what my ideal day when I'm 34 might look like or when I'm 54. Those are going to be very different. So you can kind of pick um, whatever you feel and what kind of goals you want to start working towards. I normally go for like my mid 30s, like about 10 years from now. That's kind of what I journal on, but it's um, definitely up to you, whatever you're feeling like. And then using that vision, once you're clear, then you can kind of figure out your goals from there. And that brings me to step two, which is just brainstorming goals or brain dumping them, just literally writing them on a piece of paper. Um, doesn't have to be in any kind of order. Doesn't matter if they're short and long term and medium term as well. Just literally any goal that you can take from that vision, write it on a piece of paper. And literally just anything that you can think of. So things that might be on your brainstorm could be um, reading more, listening to more podcasts, doing more personal development, investing in yourself, uh, gaining more education. You might want to go back and study, uh, getting married, having children, having some pets, doing some traveling around Australia, traveling around the world, Um literally anything that you is part of your vision write that down and you can organize them if you want but I normally just write them down and then organize it later (laughs) so once you have got all of your goals that you've brainstormed and you've just put them on the piece of paper step number three is to just pick three of those goals three is an ideal number to start with hopefully you can kind of pick maybe two short term and one long term or uh, one short, one medium, one long term. It's up to you uh, however you want to do it. But I would definitely stick with three and have at least one short term goal in there and one longer term goal. Because if we pick all short term goals, then we might do really well the next six months. However, longer term, you still want to be moving yourself forward. So Picking a variety of goals is really great. And obviously, same goes if you pick three long-term goals, you might struggle with the lack of gratification that you're going to gain because you might not see results for a little while. So that's why it's good to mix them up. So as you achieve shorter-term goals, you'll feel more motivated and you'll want to work harder or just keep going towards those longer-term goals. So pick three 
of those goals that you can start working towards. And then step number four is to write it out clearly. Whatever your goal is, write it out. And then you can use this using the SMART method as well. I'm not going to go too much into it because I'm sure you've read about it. Message me on Instagram if you want to know more. I have posts about it. But essentially, using the SMART method, which is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, you need to write out your goal. So if you want to save for a house deposit, that's a really great goal. But you need to make that really specific and you also need to make it measurable and time-bound. So a way that you might do that is by saying, by the end of 2022, the 31st of December, I will have saved $5,000 for a house deposit. That is specific you got five thousand dollars is a number there that means it's also measurable because you can you either have five thousand dollars or you don't there's kind of no in between there and then it's time bound you've given yourself the time um guideline of the end of 2022 and from there you can make further action plans you might also have a goal in 2023 you will read 12 books 24 books, whatever it is, that might be your goal for 2023. That's specific. You're going to read 12 books, measurable, 12, uh, and it's time bound for 2023. So once you've got this goal, you can then, step number five is break it down and have an action plan. So an action plan, it sounds really intimidating, but I promise you it is not. It is essentially breaking it down and figuring out the steps that you need to achieve your goal, basically. Some goals will have weekly action steps and some goals will have daily action steps. Whatever your goal is, uh, just making sure that your action steps line up with that, obviously. Otherwise, you're not really going to get anywhere, are you? (laughs) So I'll just use the examples I had before, but if you want to read 12 books in 2023 then an action plan that you could be would be to break that down. So 12 divided by the 12 months, I did it nice and easy for myself, is one book a month. And that's probably pretty achievable for most people, one book a month. And then what you can do to set yourself up even further for success is have a list of books so that you know you don't have to allocate them to a month. But what I did at the start of the year, I already had a list of books that I wanted to read. And I just, I literally, where I wrote my goals, I wrote down those books as well. So when I finished a book, I knew I could just go to that list and be like, all right, I'm just going to go borrow this one next. or I'm going to go buy this one next because I already know what's there. It takes away some of that decision-making process and just another element of where you can you are setting yourself up for success because you're taking away um, the obstacles that are there and minimizing them, which is a really, really huge part of setting yourself up. So the action plan you might have, you've got your list of 12 books, you're going to read one a month, perfect. What is going to be your first book? Make sure you've got that ready to go for January and if you really really want to be um if you struggle with reading or if it's something you have to really kind of push yourself to do then you can even divide the book up into the days or the weeks so something that I've done in the past I personally I used to enjoy reading when I was younger but it's not something that I prioritize as an adult so it's something that I am working on and when I started 
I struggled to sit down and read. I had to, I started with just 10 pages a day and I was like, okay, 10 pages. And then I started doing like, okay, I'll just read this chapter and it's just baby steps. But what I used to do was I would get the book for the month and then I would divide it roughly in four. It doesn't have to be exactly, but I'd kind of put sticky notes. So then it would be divided into four sections, one section for each week. So instead of being like, I have to read X amount of pages this day, I would just say, okay, I've got to finish like a quarter of this book in this week because I liked having that little bit of flexibility because some days I could sit there and read for half an hour, 45 minutes quite easily. And some days I would struggle to read that 10 pages. So for me, that allowed that little bit of flexibility and I was still giving myself the direction and I could see visually the sticky note in the book to be like, okay, I have to finish this by Sunday or whenever the day is. So little action steps like that um, definitely help you. That action plan obviously is broken down into daily steps because I was reading every single day uh, and then using that sticky note as a guideline for the week. So then by the end of the month, I most of the time have been finishing the books because when I was using that method at the start of the year, it acted as that bit of motivation to be like, oh, I've got to like get to this note for the week or I've got to get to end of this book because it's the end of the month kind of thing. And then so I'd be ready next month for a new book. So action plans are super, super important. Same with the savings goal as well. I've just used these ones because they're easy to break down. Um, but if you need any other guidance with goal setting and things like that, definitely please reach out, shoot me a message on Instagram at Rising With Confidence and I will be able to help you there because I know sometimes it can get a little bit overwhelming on how to break it down into bite-sized pieces that still challenge you because you don't want to make it too easy. Um, I feel like then you're not going to challenge yourself. So uh, saving $5,000 by the end of 2022 was the other example that I had. You would do that exactly the same way. So $5,000 divided by, I should have done the math first. Oh no. So it's almost October. So October, November, December, 60, 92 days. So I'm just going to do divided by day. So $5,000 divided by 92 that means $54.35 a day is what you need to save to, in order to make that goal. Now, you can obviously, you don't have to physically transfer it over to your savings account every single day. You might want to do it weekly. You might want to do it fortnightly, whenever you get paid, that kind of thing. It's obviously whatever works for you. But breaking it down so you have that visual um, aid, you know exactly how much you need to be saving um, I find personally for me, visual trackers are really, really helpful when I am working towards a goal or building a new habit. So for a savings goal, you might want to create a, um, oh gosh, I don't know what they're called. Like a drawing of a savings jar that you kind of like color in as you save more. So then you can visually see it go up, um, things like that it's just whatever helps you kind of keep on track but definitely having some kind of motivation like that where you can see the progress towards your goal would definitely be really beneficial for you so that was step number five creating the action plan and the final step step number six is to reflect on your pro track your progress and reflect on your progress 
So that's where that tracker kind of comes in handy. You might want to tick off when you've saved X amount of dollars or you might want to tick off when you finished a book. Uh, as you go through the year, you'll be able to tick it off when you finish your book. You might want to write it down, all of these things. That's a great way to track. If it's not something that is uh, numerically measured, something like a goal regarding your mindset, if you want to improve your mindset, improve your self-confidence, um, those goals are a little bit harder, but doing a reflection and asking yourself like a journaling reflection, asking yourself a few questions every month, every couple weeks, that is going to help you track your progress. So some questions that you might ask yourself are just like, if I was to rate my mindset out of 10, what would I give myself? How have I been feeling in regards to self-confidence lately? Uh, what events have either boosted my self-confidence or have had a not so great impact on my self-confidence, those kind of reflection questions and use the same ones every month or so and you'll be able to look back and see, okay, in January I rated my mindset a 3 out of 10 and I had a few issues with my self-confidence when people would say things to me about how I looked or how I acted, I really let it get to me. But if you were to do those questions now in September, you might say, okay, I've just given myself a rating of 7 out of 10 for my mindset, which is so much better than the start of the year. And my self-confidence, I do not care what other people say about me anymore. I've learned that that is on them and all I need to care about is how I feel, no matter what anyone else is saying. And that, even though it's not numerically measured, you don't have a number against that, you can still see comparing those reflections that there has been some improvement. There has been progress. And that is essentially what we want. We want progress. It doesn't matter how small, but if you keep going, then there will be progress. So those are the six steps for goal setting. I know that was super, super brief. But please stay tuned because I have a goal setting goodie that is coming out soon. So please keep an eye out for that. I will announce it on my Instagram. And that is going to help you. I really want to start this kind of goal setting and getting organized now because I think a lot of people get to this time of year and go, oh, you know what? It's like nearly October. I'll just wait till next year now. There's only three months. Like Christmas is coming. It's going to be so busy. I'm going to have so much stuff on. Like I don't really have time to work towards my goals or do the things I want. And that is rubbish. That's just an excuse that you are telling yourself because you are avoiding whatever it is. And I can say this because I am a coach. I have experience. But I also literally had this thought myself a few weeks ago. And go and check out my Instagram because I will have shared it by the time this uh, episode comes out. But I uh, wanted to do the 75 soft challenge. And that is kind of like the 75 hard, but just it's like one workout a day. There's a little bit, there's less things. So, and I thought to myself a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, that'll be really, like, I really want to do it. I've honestly tried a couple times this year and I haven't succeeded. And it's something that I, it's more of a mindset game than it is the physical doing uh, the different things. And I really want to do it because it's just like one of those extra little challenges. You got to keep challenging yourself, challenging yourself. And a little part of me was like, nah, 
it's nearly Christmas. Like it's going to be so busy. I've got so much going on already, like in my personal life. I don't want to miss out on these things and blah, 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 all of these excuses. And that was my ego coming up because it's easier. Our ego wants to keep us protected and safe. And it's easier for us to stay exactly where we are than to try something new or challenge ourselves and put ourselves out there. And it took a little little bit of a smack across the metaphorical face, not literally, but metaphorically of my own face to be like, you know what, Vicky, snap out of it because that is just an excuse that you're telling yourself you can make this work. And I think it's really important to kind of not get in that mindset of, I'll just do it like next year or I'll start in January or even I'll start at the start of next month, um, all of these things. So going to start on the goal setting content now for y'all so we can get cracking right now because what is the point of waiting if you started now you're literally three months ahead of where you would have been if you started in January so pay attention there are some good things coming your way over on Instagram and I hope you all have a really great day That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at Rising With Confidence, all one word, nice and easy for you. Just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message. Let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you. Make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops. Thank you for listening.